We begin Simon Reish Mem Zayin Din Einam Yehudim Hamaviyim Ksavim B'Shabbos, and this Simon deals with the halachos of sending mail right before Shabbos. Am I allowed to send a letter? Am I allowed to send a package? Uh, this Simon will not be dealing with the question of receiving mail or receiving a package on Shabbos. There are many questions that come up in that regard. One is in Muktza. Is mail Muktza? Is a letter Muktza? Is there an issue of coming from outside the Tchum? We ask in that if something comes from outside the Tchum on Shabbos, it doesn't have the status of Muktza, but I can't use it. And that gets into the question of what's considered Hishtamshus. Is reading something considered usage? There's the question of a Marisayan. We'll see at the end of Shinzayan, the Ramos speaks about a case of non-Jews delivering wheat to the Otsar of a Jew. And Ramosha Feinstein has a tshuva where he derives from that Ramah that there could be a problem of Marasai, and if the UPS is bringing the box on Shabbos, even if you did not order it to come on Shabbos, it looks like you did. Uh, that would not apply to something coming from the uh, the regular U.S. post office. Everyone knows that they have their own cheshbon and their own delivery system. But there are many questions regarding the receiving of mail and packages, muktza, tchum, and marasayin. We'll get into those later in Shinzayin and Hashem. But for now, we address the question of sending a letter Erev Shabbos. Now, based on what we've established until now, the guiding principles of Amir Lakum, I think we would say to take a letter and bring it to the mailbox, knowing full well that it's going to be picked up first thing Shabbos morning before 10 a.m., that's what it says in the mailbox, that would be 100% permissible. Because although I know a non-Jew is doing malacha on my behalf on Shabbos, uh, he's paid to do so, that's his job. I'm not instructing him to do that malacha on Shabbos. I'm not koveya malachta b'Shabbos. Uh, there's no marasayin issue. So that should be fine. And the halacha l'maysa is that it is fine. You're allowed to drop off mail in a, in a mailbox. Uh, the question would be, though, let's say I'm trying to overnight something. I just realize I have to get it to California in time for the birthday, and if I mail it, it'll take five days, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to miss the time. So I want to go Arab Shabbos Friday afternoon and tell them to overnight it. So there, it would seem that that should be Asr. That's bin Koveh Malachto. It's true that the people doing the job are Kablanim, and they're getting paid for the job. They're not getting paid for their time, but I'm telling them I need this done on Shabbos it would seem that there's no heter. Uh, we will learn later on, though, in Simen Shinzayin, there, there's one major heter in, in this particular situation, and the truth is there are, there are others as well. But the major heter here is Amira la Amira. There's not a classic case of telling a non-Jew to do malacha for you, because the person you're speaking to behind the desk of the post office, he is not the same person who's doing the malacha of bringing this particular package to another state. So he's telling another Jew, another non-Jew rather, to Malacha, it's Amir Lamira, which is more mekel. And Vishas Adchak, the I think the expression of the Mishnah Brewer over there in Shenzayin is Behefsa Gadol, you could rely on Amir Lamira. So Halacha Lamaisa, even before we start the simon, dropping your envelope off in the mailbox is Mutter Gomor, and sending something overnight. Uh, should be avoided, and however, there should be uh, certain situations where it could be permissible. Let's take a look at the Mechaber. 
You're allowed to send a letter with a non-Jew, even Friday afternoon before sunset. That's as long as you make it clear that you're paying him for the job and you're giving him a price. In that situation, as long as you're not telling him that please take this on Shabbos, that would be mutter. Now, why is that mutter? Well, that should be mutter like everything else. Whenever you give a malacha to a non-Jew to do, and you set a price, if they choose to do it on Shabbos, that's their own prerogative. The, uh, the Mishnah actually explains later on in Ration and Base that this, this phrase, Shekotzatz Lodomim, you're setting a price, that's coming to the exclusion of a situation where even if the non-Jewish worker, in this case the, uh, the mailman, even if he would know that of course you're going to pay him for the job, but he's not sure how much you're going to give him, and therefore it might be a davar muat. It might not be that much money bechal, so it's hard to say he's doing it a day to He might just be doing it because he's a nice guy and he's doing you a favor, and he doesn't think he's getting much for it. So the the advantage of katzas lodomim is you're making it clear I'm paying you for the job and I'm paying you what it's worth, and therefore we could apply the logic of a day to kovid if he indeed chooses to do it on Shabbos. And the Mechaber continues, If you don't set a price, so then it depends. If there's no set post office in the city to where the letter's going, There is a postmaster. And his job was to collect all the mail and then distribute them to their proper addresses. So if you didn't have a postmaster in the city, Bamasa in the city that you're sending it to, then also then you couldn't send this letter with a non-Jew even on a Sunday. And we'll see the reason for this is because if there's no set postmaster, so we're concerned, this is a unique concern when it comes to mail, that your non-Jewish uh, shliach the mailman's going to go to the city, and because it's not, a, it's not a set postmaster, he'll be walking around trying to find who to give the mail to, and eventually Shabbos will come, and he'll be walking around with, a, with an envelope, and there's Hebrew writing on the envelope, so people are going to say, oh my gosh, he gave him the envelope to take on Shabbos. They'll be choshed you that you were in violation of a lakum. However, the Mechaber says, If there is a postmaster in the city that you're sending the letter of the package to, in this case, really the letter is the main discussion here, then you could send that letter even on Erev Shabbos. Because uh, we're not concerned that he's going to get lost and he'll continue taking it on Shabbos. As long as there's enough time on Friday, that he'll be able to enter into the city and at least get to the first house within the city. So this Mechaber at first glance is somewhat confusing, but to clarify is as follows. He starts off talking about a case where Shekatsas Lodomim, you set a price. And when you set the price, he has the halacha of any kablon, where as long as you're not telling him to do the malacha on Shabbos, even though you're giving him the letter right before Shabbos, and very likely he'll choose to continue carrying it on Shabbos, that is no problem. Adaita le'nav shek'ovid.
However, if you don't set a price, so then we have the following uh, dynamic. If there's no Beidor in the city that he's going to, there's no established postmaster, so then we have a new concern that he'll wander around, Shabbos will come, people will see him holding uh, mail that's clearly written by a Jew because there's Hebrew on it, and they'll be choshe that you sent him on Shabbos. However, if there is a postmaster in that city, then the Mechabra tells us, as long as there's enough time for him to get there before Shabbos starts, then we're no longer concerned for Marasayin. Says the Ramah, And some are mekel, this is a machlogos rishonah, but he's quoting those who are mekel, even if you did not set a price, and even if there is no set postmaster in that city, as long as you send him on Thursday or beforehand, uh, then it really takes away the Marasayan factor. And the Ramah tells us you're allowed to rely on those shitas if there's a need. Let's take a look here at the Mishnah Bura Sifkat and Aleph, Igeris. The Mechaber said, Shalech Adam Igeris Biat and Yehudi, Hu Hadin Bacholam Malachos. This is true for anything. If you're giving anything to a non-Jew, and there's not enough time for him to finish this particular task before Shabbos, then you have to set a price for his malacha. And then, if he continues doing the work, that's a daitle nafshek of it. He's not doing it for the uh, for the Israel. He's doing it for his own convenience. Like we'll see in Ration and Base, Sif Base, which is the source of this idea. Elanokadi Geras, why did the Machaber choose a case of a letter? He's teaching us the Chiddush that if you did not set the price and there is no established postmaster in the city to which you're sending, then it would be Asr, Kedemasak, like we'll see this special um, Marasayan issue. And we'll explain and elaborate this um, momentarily. But sending other kalim or money with a non-Jew in Erev Shabbos, that would be like any other malacha. And therefore, even without setting a price, if there's enough time to get there, before Shabbos comes in, mutter. And we're not concerned that he might not find the place and continue searching on Shabbos. So what the Mishnah Bureau here is doing is explaining this fundamental difference between Kotzatz Lodomim, where you set a price, and a situation where you don't set a price. Nowadays, living in America, or really any civilized place in the world, the reality is we have Kaviyah Beidor. We have a, a post service that's efficient and it's effective, and Baruch Hashem, we could send letters and send mail. Uh, the real question is, what's this distinction between setting a price versus not? So it sounds like he's saying that when you set a price, then we view it as the non-Jew is doing Malacha Daitle Nafsheh. He's doing it totally for himself when he chooses to do so on Shabbos, and there's no issue of Amir Lakum. In contrast to a case where you don't set a price, even if he knows that you'll be paying him, like we mentioned, but he doesn't know how much you're giving him, and it might be he's doing it more as a favor, and he's doing it for you. He's considered your shliach. 
and that's a problem, and therefore, uh, he did not set a price, you have to give him enough time to get there before Shabbos comes in. Sifkat and base. Im chasheicha, you could send a letter with him. Im chasheicha literally means with darkness. The Mishnah Bru explains, It means the sun is still shining. The non-Jew has to leave the home of the Jew before Shabbos begins. So we said, as long as you set a price with him, he could do the malacha for you on Shabbos, as long as you don't tell him to do so. If he tells you, by the way, I'm going to take this for you on Saturday, that's no problem. Because I was not instructing him to do so, the non-Jew is doing it for himself to get the money, to get the payment. So although he's telling me that he plans on doing the Malach on Shabbos, or although I'm reading the mailbox and it says that the next pickup will be Saturday morning by 10 a.m., that is permissible. Sifkat and Dalad, Sheyelech B'Shabbos, you can't tell him to go on Shabbos. V'hu adin shlo yom lo. Furthermore, you can't tell him, You can't say, I need this there first thing Sunday or first thing Monday morning. And the only way for him to get there is to travel on Shabbos. Because that's the same thing as telling him to go on Shabbos. Now we had this uh, similar idea quoted back in Simon Reish Memdalid, when the Mishnah Bura spoke about having your personal scribe or a personal secretary of some sort, if you were to tell them, I need this report on my desk first thing Monday morning, and the only way it's really possible to finish the entire report is having them work on Shabbos, that would be awesome. Sifkat and hey. So he said, if you don't set a price, then it depends. If there's no established postmaster, if you don't always have a postmaster in the ear, in the city where the letter is being sent, sometimes he goes elsewhere. Also, then you can never send a letter. If you don't set a price with the mailman, and it's not Kaviyah Beidoa, you can't send a letter. Because he might not find the, the place it should go. There's no official post office there, and uh, he might continue taking it on Shabbos. And therefore, in our case, we're concerned. Because he's carrying the handwriting of a Jew, and it's clear that this is the work of a Jew, people will think that it was given to the non-Jew on Shabbos to take it. They'll be choshed of a miracle. But accordingly, if the letter was written in English, or whatever the language is of the country you're living in, then even if you don't have kitzitzah, you didn't set a price, uh, he would be allowed to take it, as long as there's enough time for him to get there before Shabbos comes in, uh, you wouldn't have the Marasayan issue, because people don't know it's coming from a Jew. 
And this would be in the same category as anything else. So generally, putting aside an Igeris, everything is in the same basic genre. If your Katsus Lodamim, give it to him, even though he might not have enough time to get it there before Shabbos. As long as you're not telling him to get him there before Shabbos, that's his own thing. If you're not Katsus Lodamim, then you have to make sure he does have enough time to finish the task before Shabbos comes in. The only unique quality of an Igeris is if it's written in Hebrew, and therefore people know that it's coming from a Jew. So then we say, having enough time to get there before Shabbos is not sufficient if it's not Kaviyah Be'idowar, because we're concerned he's going to be wandering around, and you'll have the Marasayin problem. Sifkat Vav, Asr Lishloach. So the Mechaber said, if you weren't Katzatz, and there's no Kaviyah Be'idowar in the city, you cannot send it. Kosov Ola Shabbos. This whole case is when the non Jewish mailman is taking it to the Beidowar. But if he's just sending it directly to his friend, they were not concerned that he might not find his house and continue walking on Shabbos. Vishari of Philabe Shabbos of Elokatsas, that would be mutter even on Friday, and even though he did not set a price. Kolshi Yochel Hagia Shamibodium, as long as he could get there before Shabbos starts. Vichaynota das, Mirena Harav, Revavromi, Praga, Muvabach. Ayan Shamsherich, Masik Lahokal Bizer. So we have the Ola Shabbos and others telling us that if he's sending it directly to his friend's house, um, and he's not going to the Beit Doar, then uh, as long as you have enough time to get there, this Maris Ayin doesn't apply. The Taz of Magan of Ram felt that even if it's going directly to your friend, you would still have this Chashash. says that the Rabbin Hananel that we've been Zochet to have recently, he seems to be in line with the Ola Shabbos, that's Mekel. If you tell your non-Jewish mailman, please take it, this is really a letter I'm sending to my good friend, but even if he's not home, just give it to someone in, in his household. Then everyone, meaning even the Taz, the Magan of Rome, would agree that it's mutter, even though it's Friday and you didn't make any price. As long as he has enough time to get to the first house of the city uh, to where this man lives. If you didn't set the price and it's not Kaviyah Be'idowar, then you can't send it even on Sunday. However, if it's close by, it's only about a day's journey. It would seem that even if you send it on Tuesday or Wednesday, it would be okay. I'm sorry, but Yom Shani Yom Shlishi is Monday and Tuesday. That would be mutter. Because even if he doesn't find him at home, he has plenty of time to get there and find him before Shabbos comes in. Sivkat and Ches, V'i Kaviyah Be'idowar. If there is a set postmaster, you have someone who's always there, he's working 9 to 5, 
And that's what we call nowadays a postmaster. You have this in all the big cities. He is always there at particular times to receive letters. And then to send them to the right people. As long as there's enough time for him to get into the city, the first house, within the city he's going, meaning the first house within the city. So the Ramak comes along and he says, there are other Rishonim who are more mekel. Taimehu, their rationale is, because the Jew did not tell him explicitly to go on Shabbos. Ein ki'im samach Shabbos. There's no real Amir La'akum issue. It's only Marasai, and therefore we only say it's a problem if it's close to Shabbos. Denira Kishlucha Shal Yisrael is where it looks like he's his Shliach. Ve'amir Le'en Yehudi Shvos, Afilo Omer Lo Be'er Shabbos, Lassos Malacha B'Shabbos, because we know telling an Anjit to the Malacha, even if you tell him before Shabbos, is still Aser. But that, that Marasayin is only if it's Samach L'Shabbos. Of a Muflag Min Shabbos Kitzaz, but if you told them a little bit removed from Shabbos, like on Thursday or prior, it doesn't look like you're telling him to do Malacha on Shabbos. And therefore, according to the Rush, the, the whole Marasayan is only on Erev Shabbos. Yud Aleph, V'afilu lo even if there is no set beidoar, afilu yadua shelo yuchal agil l'sham kodem Shabbos gamke in shari l'dayzo. That even if you know that it can't arrive there before Shabbos, it would still be permissible according to this opinion. The kevin shu muflag min Shabbos lo michzik kishlucho, because it's a it's a good two days before Shabbos, you don't have the michzik kishlucho problem. So here we have sif aleph of Reish Mem Zayin. Halacha l'maysa, nowadays everything is kaviyah be'doar. And the only distinction is katsas lo'damim versus lo katsas lo'damim. If you have a set price, even though it's going on Shabbos, it's okay. And without the set price, then you have to have enough time for him to get there before Shabbos. Interesting shayla. There's a tshuva in Ramosha in the, the third chalik of Orachayim, where he speaks about dropping off a letter at a post office in New York, in Brooklyn, in a place where you have many Jews. And uh, you know, even though there's not rove, but it's definitely more likely that someone might be doing malacha for you in Shabbos, and that someone is a Jew. So Moshe says, even though I can't tell you it's, it's really usr, because we should go based on rove, as we do in all areas of malacha, and rove paskins that the people doing malacha for you are the non-Jewish workers, but because there's so many Jews, it's just not the right thing to do. So Moshe says in other places in America, even though you might have a few Jews here or there working in the post office, you don't have to be worried about that. But in places where you have a high concentration of Jews, like in Brooklyn, it's uh, better not to drop off the letter there before Shabbos. Anyway, we'll continue with Sif Beis tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem.